around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. God bless you, and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are so glad you're here with us, and we want to honor you with giving you some good things from God's Word so that you can take the message and write the vision and make it plain and then run with it and put it to work. Uh, you can always find us, tell your friends and family at terrymize.com. We have a new podcast that goes up every single Wednesday. Sometime during that day, it will be put up for you, and then it's up there for a week. Also on terrymizeministries.org, which is our website, all of these wonderful podcasts that we've been doing now for months and months are available archived there for you. Then all of our products list is there. Our monthly newsletter is put up there. Our calendar and schedule of where we'll be during that month is all right there for you. And then we want to invite you, if you'd like to be partners with org and all that, that God is leading us to do around the world, uh, partnership is important. And we can't do it by ourselves, and neither can you. So if we partner together, um, if you know a, a two-fold cord is not easily broken, then a three-fold cord is the same way. If, two, if, if one can say to a mountain and two can agree, and then three three of us together can get even more done. So um, there, there's such wonderful principles in the Word of God about multiplying our efforts together and working to do the Word of God. So we're here for you, and we've got a brand new podcast. This is our new one for the week, so we're glad you're here to join with us. Darling, let's begin and share with the folks what you'd like to talk to them about. Well, amen. You know, uh, <clears throat> recently we were uh, out in another state, and we were ministering to... Uh, to a ministry that takes in uh, drug addicts and uh, uh, and those addicted to alcohol, and uh, sometimes they're the 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 students there, uh, the uh, what we call them students. <laughs> sometimes the students there are are ordered by the court to be there. You know, they they don't have a choice. Other times they they go in voluntarily and say, "Hey, I need help." Uh, and then other times uh, they they're ordered there. It's either like, hey, you're going to jail for 20 years, or you can go to this uh, facility uh, where they can help you, and you have to stay for you know so long. And so we we were ministering them, and a lot of these guys are felons, right. and a lot of these guys uh, uh, would uh-huh. be in prison if it weren't for this ministry. That's right. And so we were ministering to them there for a couple of days and spending time with them and. And uh, we bought groceries for them and fed them, and we did a bunch of stuff like that. Right, and, right. And even took some of the ones that they were allowed to go off off uh, campus there. We took them in, fed them at a nice restaurant. But anyway, my point was we were ministering to these guys and um, telling a few of the testimonies and preaching. And, and, uh, and, and of course, they, they have a, basically a Bible school there as well where they're, they're, right. they're watching videos of different ministries. And, and once in a while, they have someone come in live. But... But these guys were so excited, Renee, because I was telling miracle testimonies That's and I was right. telling real life. You know, I'm always, I've always believed that your audience can tell if you've really been there, done that, or if you're just preaching, you know, no, kind of like the little boy in church that's said, true. you know, the pastor's son looked up at his mom on the front row and said, mom, is daddy telling the truth? Or is he just preaching? And, <laughs> and I think people can tell that's if so you, cute. if you know what you're talking no, about that's or not. Right. And man, these guys were hooked in and locked in, uh, and, and knew that I knew what I was talking about. 
And so they told me later, as as we left, we were already gone. Somebody contacted me, and they said, they said these guys are calling you, brother Terry. Said they're calling you OG. Oh my! And I said, OG, what is OG? And it says old gangsta. <laughs> and I said, well, is that good or bad? They said, oh no, no, it's really no, good. It's really good. good. Yeah. So they 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 refer to you as 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 the old gangsta because you what you were saying was real, right. and that you don't take any any garbage off the devil, and you go into hell and. And uh, run the devil off. And, you know, T.L. Osborne told me a lot of years ago, my dear friend T.L. Osborne said to me decades ago, he said, Terry, always stay till the devil leaves. Or he said to me, he said, I've been watching you. He said, I'm impressed because you know how to make the devil mind you. Right. And then he said, always stay till the devil leaves. And so these guys were, were calling me OG, old gangster, because of these these testimonies. So, uh, you know, it's the testimonies. No, that's right. It's the testimonies that we can hit the devil in the teeth with. That's it's right. the testimonies that change people's lives. It's it, it, it's the it's the testimony. You you listening to me today, you can take the word of God in the name of Jesus right. and have right. your own testimonies. Oh, that's right. I, I remember when I was a little kid sitting in church and I'd listen to the missionaries come through. You mm-hmm. know, you know, in the old in the old days the pastors had enough sense to to bring in different ministry gifts. Right. Uh, they they didn't just constantly bring in the, the you know another pastor and then another pastor and then another pastor because right. no. they've already got a pastor. They don't need to hear eighteen pastors. Yeah. They they no. need to hear the uh, the apostle, apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. Exactly. And so the pastors back in the old days they did bring missionaries that's in right. or apostles in uh, and and evangelists in, and that's, that's when right. you're going to get your miracle testimonies. That's right. our and that's that's did. when that oh yeah our pastors did too. All the pastors I had growing up as a kid. Uh, and they'd bring the missionaries in. They'd tell stories about blind eyes open, oh, deaf yeah. ears unstopped, cripples Wonderful walk, things. devils cast out, yeah. uh, and all those kind of things, supernatural things. Right. And and I hungered for that. As a kid, I'd sit there just with my mouth open and Lord, watching those missionaries right. and, and listening to those testimonies. I'd, I'd sit there and I'd say, God, Father, I want those testimonies. <laughs> That's right. Father, I want those, those really te- I want those memories. testimonies. And you know, now I've got them, Renee. Yes, I've got right. those testimonies. And, uh, you know, we don't hear so much of that in the church anymore. You know, we hear lots of great teachers, lots and lots and lots right. of great teachers. Uh, you know, in fact, the Apostle Paul said, you know, you got 10,000 instructors, big deal. Right. But he said, you don't have many fathers. Many fathers you don't have place. many fathers. He said, you need to listen to these fathers. Hallelujah. And uh, and so anyway, uh, I was thinking about that today as, as, as a thing about those guys calling me the old, the old gangster. And, I, and, you know, when I go into churches, so many times the pastor will say to me, in fact, we were just ministering for my dear friend Scott Webb. Right. And Scott said, hey, Terry, when you preach this morning, said, just tell us a bunch of testimonies. Just tell us. We want to we hear the miracles. And so, you know, I just got up and told testimonies. And, right. and so uh, uh, th- those things stir up faith. You know, the they word do. the word produces faith, but right. the, the, the testimonies uh, create a capacity for faith. Right. They give you a hope, a, 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 you know, a, a, an expectation, a confident hope means a confident uh, expectation Patient. for the manifestations right. of God. That's right. And so uh, go ahead. You going to say something? Oh, I was just going to say, we're, we still live off the stories of the Bible. We refer oh, to them constantly. Absolutely. We take a... We take a post and a truth like you've taught from the Word of God of Daniel and the lion's sure. den, you know, the Hebrew children coming out sure. of Egypt. We take those stories and live off oh, of them absolutely. and relate to them that if God did it for them, he'll do it for me today. And Amen. it makes us independently able to use our faith and not codependent on somebody hundreds or thousands of miles away or dead. No, absolutely. <laughs> In fact, I've said this for many years being a missionary. I've said, you know, I've been to all the all the the gods of the world and all the religions of the world. And I've seen the holy books of the world right. and, uh, and, and Christianity, yeah. our God 
gave us a book. We, we're the only ones that have a book that tells of our heroes' uh, miracles and successes, successes and victories and, and their failures. Their failures. That's you know, right. and it tells us when, when they missed it. Right. And so we can learn by reading those testimonies and, and, and reading those stories in the Bible. We can, we can see what they did to have a victory and then do that and have That's a victory. Right. And right. we can see what they did to miss it and, and have a failure. And, yeah. and then we can miss that and not and, have and a failure. prevent that. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And, uh, and of course, so many people, they don't even like the old Testament, don't want to preach out of the old Testament. Isn't that's that where sad? all those great miracle stories no, are. That's right. That's you know, right. they want to spend all their time teaching and teaching. And, and a lot of guys just teach all the time because they don't have any miracles. They don't have any testimony. Well, that's sadly true. I remember a pastor came to me one time years and years and years ago. And he said, he said, Terry, see, all you, all you ever do is tell, tell testimonies. He said, you know, you, why, why do you do that? And I said, well, why don't you? I said, the only reason you don't is because you don't have any miracles. You don't have any testimonies. <laughs> oh, if you had some, you'd tell some. You'd tell them. Oh, that's you know, because right. I've heard him tell stories, you know, yeah. about, uh, I remember him telling one time we, we were in a meeting where he, he took almost an hour talking about getting a lady healed of a headache. And now, you know, I know if you got a headache that's serious and you don't want to have a headache, right. but but you know he didn't want he didn't want me telling stories of blind eyes open and deaf ears unstopped and and cripples walking and devils casting out and the dead raised uh, and yet he'd take a testimony where he got somebody healed of a headache and make a whole hour sermon my, out my, of my. it. Y'all, that's that's an example of don't think small, think big, think largely like God does. Oh, the, the kingdom is a never-ending kingdom, and don't ever try to dwarf or make something small. Think on big things so that you don't become a small-minded kind of thinker. No, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I was thinking as, uh, this today as we was about to do the podcast, and, and I was thinking about some of these things. I, I remember that being in uh, uh, Springfield, Missouri, yeah, in a meeting, in a tent meeting. Oh, my. Back in 1978. I love tent meetings. <laughs> oh, I know. It, it was great. You know, we had the <laughs> sawdust had the sawdust yeah, on those, the floor, you know. Those are such good times. And a pastor there, he's in, he's in heaven today, but a pastor there in Springfield had invited, uh, was having a camp meeting. Right. And he invited uh, me as one of the speakers, and, and there were several other guys there as other speakers, and I, I, I knew yeah. them all. And, in fact, I'd even called Bill and Janie Grind and asked Bill and Janie to come oh, over and be in the wonderful. be in the meeting. And, of course, Janie's songs, you know, Janie's gone now to heaven, so is Bill. But uh, her songs are still just so, so, so powerful. In fact, I uh, I heard somebody singing one just the other day at a, at a recent convention we were in. They were singing one of Janie's songs, you know, Cast Your Bread on the Water. Oh, and, that's such a good song. And uh, but anyway, we were in this tent meeting, and uh, I was uh, ministering this particular night, and I was preaching on you know miracles and healings and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I I had finished the 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 message part of the meeting, and then I was going to pray for miracles. And I said, I'll tell you what you do. I said, you stand up tonight. Everybody stand up. And I'm going to pray for you tonight, like I pray in open air crusades overseas. Now, in open air crusades overseas, we have thousands and tens of thousands and i've had as many as a hundred thousand in the crowd and uh, in those kind of crowds you can't lay hands on people you can't no, call them right. up and just lay hands on them there's just too many i mean it's, it's mathematically impossible mm-hmm. to do and right. so i learned many many years ago uh, in in crusades just pray one prayer for everybody and just let the holy ghost fall on them he's the one that's doing the healing anyway jesus is a healer i'm not the healer so so i just stand up and i just pray one prayer over the whole crowd let the holy ghost fall on them and heal them, and then I tell them now do what you couldn't do, do the impossible. If you couldn't, if you couldn't lift your arm, lift it. If you couldn't see, see. If you couldn't hear, hear. If you couldn't jump, jump. Whatever you couldn't do, do it. If you had a pain, right. check it. If you had a tumor, check it. And uh, 
In fact, the anointing of God's on this podcast now. Yes, that somebody yes, be getting yes. healed, they start checking something uh, and receive right. a receive a miracle. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I start telling people, okay, now do the impossible. Now do what you couldn't do. Come on, now do it in Jesus' name. Do what you couldn't do. If you couldn't, if you couldn't bend over, bend over. Do it right now in Jesus' name. And I'm I'm encouraging the people. And so people are doing all this. I mean, all over the tent, people are are, That's are you know what using their faith and mm-hmm. putting action to their faith. The Bible yes. says, "Faith demands action." And so they were coming up and telling what they got healed of. They were just coming one by one, and people would say, oh, I'm healed of this or this or this or this, and wonderful testimonies. Well, all the time this is going on, I have seen one guy, one gentleman, out in the aisle back at, toward the back of the tent, and he's out in the aisle, in the sawdust aisle, and he's just squatting down and standing up and squatting down and standing up and squatting down and standing up. And so I, so I continued to interview people and and then I'd stop and say, let's praise the Lord. Let's give him praise, you know. And now, now right. check yourself, see what the Lord's done, you know. Do the impossible, make you make your miracle happen. And uh, and I see this guy, he's still doing the same thing. He's still back there, and he's squatting down and standing up and squatting down and standing up. So after a while, I just stopped, and I said, excuse me, sir, sir, hello. And he looked up at me, and I said, uh, I said, well, what, what, what's God doing for you? I see you back there squatting down and standing up. What's God doing for you? And he, he walked up to the front, and he said, preacher, have I got a story for you? <laughs> and I said, well, that's great. Tell me what's going on. And he said, uh, he said, the doctors have performed surgery on me and put a steel rod in my leg. And he said, it goes from my hip to my ankle. And he said, and I walk stiff legged and all these people that know me know that's, know that's true. But you said, do the impossible. And so I'm doing the impossible. I'm squatting down and standing up and squatting down and standing up. Now, this guy's squatting down and standing up with a steel rod in his leg. My, my, my. And I looked at him, you know, and I said, uh, is that the truth? Are you telling me the truth? He said, he said yes. And I said, uh, I said, uh, does anybody know him? And the pastor's standing right there. And he said, well, yeah, he goes to this church. And the pastor's got tears running down his Aww. face. And all the people that go to the church, I said, all you people, do you got people know him, know this is true? People you raise their hand. Yeah, and they're all just shouting and carrying on. And uh, I said, I tell you what, buddy. I said, I want I want an x-ray of that. And he said, well, that's not going to be a problem. He said, I work at the hospital. <laughs> and I said, well, then you bring me an x-ray. I right. want to see what's going on here. And uh, he came back the next night uh, with two x-rays, uh, one dated several months ago when they put the steel rod in, and you could see the x-ray with the rod in his leg from his hip to his My ankle. My goodness. And How then wonderful. one that was dated that morning, he took took that morning, and uh, just had perfect bone in there, no steel rod, just just perfect bone. Now, that's a, that's a creative miracle. Yeah, it is. That's very, very And it's also a sign and a wonder. Yes, that's not is. just a healing. No, that's right. And it's right. not even just a miracle. It's a creative miracle. God, God did two miracles. He, he dissolved the steel rod. Can you imagine? He dissolved wow. the steel rod, took it out of his it leg. It had to go somewhere. Yeah, it had to go right. somewhere. That's right. And since it wasn't laying out there in the aisle, I assume God just dissolved, <laughs> dissolved it. I don't, I don't it know what he did with it. And put bone in there. And then the second creative miracle is he grew bone. And that caused that bone marvelous. and all those muscles and sinews and things to be attached to where that guy was completely and totally healed. My goodness, that's Isn't creative. That, that's, that's a creative that's miracle, definitely. and it's a sign and a wonder. Sign and a wonder. You know, to Brother us. Hagen. Brother Hagen used to tell us he'd say, "You know, God does signs, and signs make you wonder." <laughs> they <laughs> and, sure do. And, and that think, certainly how does. in the world did you know? We and we get so caught up with the fact of how in the world did God do that instead of just really just saying, "Oh my gosh, who cares? We're just so grateful." No, for exactly. The, 
that the Lord did that for you us. See, that's one of those old gangster testimonies. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, those are great. That's so wonderful. People need to expect that kind of interruption and the miraculous in our lives. If we don't expect it and believe for it and don't hear that God can do it like you're telling people or they read their Bibles, how would they even know God would be interested in doing something no, like that absolutely. for them? Trem- tremendous miracles, just a creative miracle and a Thank sign you, and a wonder where Thank God you, just says, Jesus. God just says, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just watch this. You know, yeah. let me, let me show out just a little bit. Oh, and of course, God did so many other wonderful miracles during That's that right. tent meeting. It was so great and salvations and miracles. And, and then I was thinking about, uh, uh, I was preaching in South Africa many, my, my, many my. decades ago, and I was preaching for Ray McCauley, Pastor Ray McCauley at uh, at Rama, South Africa. Ray's church now is up over 20,000 people, my but, but uh, back in those and, days, you know, he hadn't been yeah. going too long, still had several Hard thousand fought. people. But uh, I remember preaching to his church one particular night, and I and I did the same thing. I prayed a miracle prayer like that, and I said, now, I'm just going to pray one prayer over everybody. I'm not going to lay hands on you tonight, but I'm going to pray one prayer and let God just fall on you and heal you. And uh, then you check and see what what the Lord's done. And so I did. I, I, I prayed, and then people, you know, checked themselves out, and we gave God glory, and then we prayed, and then we gave God praise again. And as long as you keep praising God, he'll still keep doing things. You know, he, he inhabits that praise of his people. And so uh, I saw this woman on the front row, and uh, she had a, 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 a little girl. I found out later a little girl's nine years old. But a little girl was laying in the floor in front of her mom. Mom sitting on the front row. Little girl laying in the floor, and she she slept through most of my sermon. Didn't hear, you know, any of my great great marvelous sermon. <laughs> Just slept through it. I've, I I think I've put many to sleep over the years. But anyway, whenever I said, "Now do the impossible, do what you couldn't do before," this oh, mom, funny. I saw her lean over and grab her little girl's face in her hands, both hands, and looked at her face. My goodness. And then she just burst out into tears and started touching her baby's face and started, started touching her nose and stuff. And, and I saw this. I just didn't know what's going on. And I said, Sister, what did God do for you? And she she just crying and crying. And she said, Brother Terry, she said, my baby uh, was born without a, a, a bone or without cartilage in her nose. Said it, her nose has been flat against her face with no cartilage, no bone, no structure oh to it uh, all of her life. Yeah. And she said, you just said, do the impossible, so do what you couldn't do. And I reached down and checked her nose out and said, her nose is perfect. Oh, And she's crying through all this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I looked over at Ray, Pastor Ray and, and uh, Lindy on the, on there's also on the front row just across the aisle. Right. And I said, Pastor, do you know this woman? And he said, well, yeah, she's been going to my church for years. I said, you know this little girl? He said, yeah, I was there the day she was born. Terry, and I said, is this true? And he said, that's happening. He went over and checked her nose all out. Man, they're grabbing her nose and pulling <laughs> on it and feeling of it. He said, that's absolutely true. He said, God, said, there's goodness. never been a bone, never been a cartilage there, never Thank been anything you, there. Now God's made her nose just pregnant. See, that's another creative miracle. Yes, God, it is. God yes, created it is. Yes, it a is. cartilage where there had been none and made that baby whole. Jesus makes you whole. That's so, you know, that's so wonderful. Like the, like the blind, the 10 blind man, yeah, sure. you know, the, the sure. one that's came back to praise was made perfectly whole. The, the leprosy didn't yeah, just stop. Yeah, you're talking stop. about leprosy. You said yeah. blind man. You meant oh, I'm sorry. I meant, I meant leprosy. The, the, the 10 lepers, that one that came back to praise the Lord right. had, was made totally whole and, and created Right. the fingers that right. had been eaten. Well, that's what them. we believe. The Bible, that's the right. Bible says that they all went their way. Right. Uh, Jesus told them to go show themselves to the priests. And right. so they were healed. Right. And so they went to go show themselves to the priest. Right. And it says one turned around and came back and gave God praise. And it says, and as he left, it says he was made perfectly whole. 
Now, we, we believe from that. Right. <laughs> we'll ask him when we get to heaven, but we believe from that, that where the other, you know, leprosy eats you away. It does. I mean, I've it seen a lot of leprosy going everything. to India and going to yeah. the countries I've gone to all these years. Right. And people just won't have fingers or they won't have a, they'll just have a stub of a hand or their right. ear will be partially gone or right. all gone or their nose will be partially right. gone or right. all gone just because, just because it rots your skin. And and over the years, as you stub your toe, maybe on a rock as you're walking along, right. it'll just it'll just rip part of it off, oh, or your yeah. finger it'll just rip part of it. And then over the My years, it can just rip so them tragic. all off, tragic, or, or tragic. you know something hit your nose and it'll tear your nose. Off. And so so what what we believe from that scripture mm-hmm. is that those those all ten of them got healed of leprosy. In other words, the leprosy ceased and disease stopped. Right. But yet they would have still had the problem. They would have still had the missing limbs. No, yeah, They'd have just been healed right. and no more leprosy where that won't happen to them anymore. It won't kill them. But we believe when that one man came back and praised the Lord, and it says he went away perfectly, perfectly whole, whole. That leads us to believe that he got everything restored, that he got his nose back and his toes right. back and his fingers back and so on and so forth. Well, that's a lesson in Praise. That's a, <laughs> you can't, that's a, you can't spend too yeah. much time praising the Lord and thanking him for what he's done for you. I just love it when you tell those stories, creative miracles and all the things that God has done, because that's where it just shows out what God's done. I, there's a scripture. I was I was trying to think the exact reference up for it, and I, I think it may be in the Amplified or Message Bible, but when it talks about his works there in Genesis and in Chronicles, there's one verse, and over in the book of John, it says, we have made known your works to other people. We've told people about your works and the things that you have done. One translation says, you have made your name famous. Mm. And those are the things that, that miracles will do. It'll make God's name famous. Mm-hmm. Psalm 101 says, your works are great, O, o Lord, yeah. sought out by all those who have delight in them. And that, those are the things that, that what you're talking about today, uh, telling people about the wonderful works of the Lord. No, absolutely. You know, those are so important for us to, to remember <laughs> and not forget his works, because that's what got the children of Israel in trouble, Terry. You remember, it sure. says they forgot, they, they saw forgot. my works, yeah. Yeah. but they forgot 70, yeah. my works. Yeah, in Psalm 78, yeah. they just absolutely, uh, the parents didn't teach their children. No, they didn't tell their children. Of the great facts. facts. <laughs> I like the great that facts of that's what amplified. God has the done. Great that's amplified, facts. yeah. I just think that's absolutely astounding that that it caused them to lose battles that cost their nation, their nation, not just a family, but it cost their whole nation to be taken into captivity because the parents didn't teach their children the great facts of God's dealings. I know when Dean and I got into the word of faith, that just how God fed us, gave us groceries and one person would bring uh, four or five sure. bags of groceries and then uh, uh, that afternoon another person would come and the groceries they brought matched the groceries the first person brought. oh yeah oh absolutely <laughs> you know one somebody brings spaghetti and the other person brings spaghetti sauce sure. and it was just amazing god showed himself sure. strong only heaven orchestrated that. yeah right right yeah. and i just think that's so cool that though that god and i told my kids over and over and over again this is what god did this is what god did this is how the lord took care of us you know oh yeah those testimonies yeah Thank God for testimonies. My grandmother would tell, I, I, I spent my whole life hearing my grandmother tell stories of how God provided for them in World War I and World War II and during the Great Depression and oh, yeah. saved their lives. And I just sit at her feet and say, Grammy, tell me stories. Tell me the story about this and oh, tell yeah, me the sure. story about that. Sure. You know, you know, every year, as you know, I, I've taken um, my grandsons hunting. Right. Uh, used to take my, my kids and now my grandkids the week between... Uh, Christmas, Christmas and, and New Year's. New Year's right. And so 
for several years now, uh, and we drive down to South Texas. We live in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We drive way down to South Texas, and uh, we preach down there, and then we hunt down there. And uh, uh, for a number of years, on that trip all the way down there, 13 hours, and all the right. way back 13 hours, yeah. you know, we'll, I'll tell these kind of stories to the to right. the boys. I mean, most of the boys know most of those stories, you know. That, yeah. And, uh and then they get to where they say, now, 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 Papa, tell us this story. Now, Papa, tell us, tell us when you did that. Papa, right. tell us about that. Tell us about that. <laughs> and uh, and so those, those testimonies. Yeah, no, that's it. And those stories that stick marks with your life. you. Yeah. yeah, you're going to remember those things. Well, you might not, you might not remember a great sermon. Yeah, you know? or a scripture even. You might but you'll remember, remember you'll remember great, the miracles. Just a great teaching with yeah, three points in right. a poem. You may not remember that, right. but you but you remember those testimonies. No, Praise that's true. Thank the Lord. Well, it's time for us to go today, and we're so glad that you have joined us. And, and we want to just say again to you, expect the miraculous. Expect the power of God in your everyday life. Don't settle for just the circumstances, the status quo, the way things are, the way things have been, the way it was in your family. But expect the supernatural power of God. We have a special offer for you this this week, and it's uh, Terry CD on Don't Let Your Mouth Deceive Your Heart. And that's really part of expectancy of what comes out of your mouth. Oh, if you don't have it in your brain and you don't and you can't see it in the natural, then you've got to make sure that your mouth is saying what your heart is believing. That's exactly and that's right. out of the James chapter one, directly there out of the word of God, that that you've got to say what you're believing. And so we want to offer that to yeah, you. Yeah, and when you know the truth in your heart. Yeah. And, and most Christians know the truth in their heart. Right. But if you don't watch out, your mouth will say something else. Right. It'll start reporting what your eyes are seeing yeah. or your ears are and, hearing. And your heart and your mouth won't be in agreement uh -uh. anymore. No, that's right. And the Bible says when that happens there in James, it says when that happens, then your heart yeah. has deceived your mouth. No, and so your religion or that that you're believing for is in vain, or you're not going to get what you're believing for. Yeah, you'll just flippantly blurt out something out of your mouth under pressure or fear or embarrassment from sure. being around other people, sure. and it it causes you to lose momentarily. Uh, you know, I had the, the an uncle, Renee. I know in. we're trying to close, but I had an uncle uh, that uh, back in the fifties, I guess, uh, contracted uh, tuberculosis. Right. And back in those days, when you had My tuberculosis, you had TB, they uh, would actually put you away in what they called a sanatorium. It was right. a hospital, but no, they called right. them sanatoriums. They had them all over the United States. Right. And uh, it wasn't your choice. I mean, the, the, the courts would, would send the would police send to you, pick you yeah, up. That's right. You and they stay would put you in a sanatorium because it's a highly contagious highly disease, contagious. and they wouldn't allow you to be out in, in, in public. And so my That's uncle right. uh, got this horrible disease, and they put him away in the sanatorium. I even remember he escaped a time or two and, and came home. And uh, I remember the police coming and picking him up. I mean, this is oh a businessman. This isn't some criminal, no, you know, right. or some, or, you know, or, uh, this is an educated, intelligent uh, businessman. Uh, but yet uh, he had this disease, and so he'd come home and see his family. They'd, they'd come pick him up and take him back. And uh, I remember Oral Roberts came to his city and uh, did a big crusade, big, big meeting. And my mama, and, and of course me, I was a little guy, but I was there. Yeah. Uh, my mama <laughs> went and got him oh, out, that's good. and took him to Oral Roberts meeting and God healed him. God healed him completely my and goodness. totally, Thank absolutely the Lord. healed I believe him, it. healed him, healed him. It was a wonderful miracle. And so they released him from the sanatorium and pronounced him healed of tuberculosis. Lungs are, 
clear and good and everything all you know i mean the, the sky's blue and the grass is green the birds are singing everything's wonderful but you know when he got back he wouldn't give god the glory for that my goodness i thought of that when you said embarrassment will keep you yeah. from testifying right. about god right. and he went back to his business and he went back to his friends and he went back to his clubs you know and and they'd just say what you know, God healed you. I mean, they would say God healed this and that. And you, you don't have tuberculosis anymore? Because, you know, they were about half scared. <laughs> no, I don't have it. I don't have it anymore. But he'd never say God healed me. He'd never say, I went to an Oral well, Roberts meeting and God goodness. healed me. He'd yeah. just say, oh, yeah, you know, I was there and, and had it and now it's gone. And, you know, and. and uh, well, and, shame and, on him. Well, <laughs> it wasn't just shame on him. He got that disease again. My goodness. And died with it. Well, that sure wasn't smart. No. Yeah. Can you imagine? Healed. Yeah. Healed and won't give of God a glory. deadly disease yeah. and won't give God the glory. Because you're embarrassed. And that disease came back on him. He left that door open for that disease to come back on him and uh, and killed him. Well, by example, do not do that. <laughs> There's a that's a very oh, very I vivid. Crying. I remember crying. I mean, just crying like a baby. Vivid just, just. example. My goodness, Terry. Well, we just want to encourage you today. I mean, there, there's the right way to do it and serve God and let let that see miracles. that podcast on a down note? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and then on the other hand, there's a way not to do it, and then there's always the wonderful words of God to show you how to do it. But God's good about that, though. And like you said the other day, that God shows you in the Word of God how people fail and how people succeeded. Exactly and so right. this doesn't this has nothing to do necessarily with your personality. It has everything to do with obedience and just complying and do it exactly the way God said it. And if you'll just make an effort, press towards that mark and that target out there, God will help you get there and succeed. And you'll have miracles too. And you won't have to sit on the sidelines of life and wonder if or it, when or if it is the will of God. Uh, as I was saying here, Terry and I were talking to you about don't let your mouth deceive your heart. And that's our free offer, a single CD. And if you would like to have that, all you have to do is write in, call See, that's, in. That's what my uncle did. He let his yeah. mouth deceive his heart. He let his mouth, exactly, deceive his heart. Say, so you don't have to burn your anymore. He said, oh, no, I don't have it anymore. But he would never say, no, God healed me. What a profound So his mouth deceived example. his heart, yeah. and he lost you what lose he was it. believing for. You lose it. And it's just like Jesus said, James said there in that same chapter, a double-minded man, you're unstable. You're not willing to go in there and focus on what, look what God did. Yeah, verse 26 says, if any man among you seems to be religious, religious but bridles, bridles not, not his, his tongue, tongue, thereby deceiving his own heart, then that man's religion is in vain. Well, yeah, you, you need what. that. You need that message on don't let your mouth deceive your heart. Yeah. Y'all call us, write in, send us an email, get online, uh, let us know about it. We'll send it out to you free. And uh, we're here for you. If you'd like to become partners with the ministry, we're always here for you. You can call our office and talk to uh, Hannah about it. And we're just so glad to hear from you. Uh, God doesn't want anybody left out. And he doesn't want anybody thinking that, that there's no hope. Because there's always oh, hope. Right. Always hope. Well, we're going to leave you today, but just remember, new podcast every Wednesday. TerryMize.com is where we are today, and you can always find us here at TerryMizeMinistries.org is where you can uh, order CDs and products and talk to us and communicate with us, partner with us. The monthly newsletter is there, and our ministry calendar is there, where we're going and what we're doing all the time. We love you dearly, and we'll see you next time on TerryMizePodcast.com. TerryMize.com. <laughs> we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.
You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.